0: A reading from the 17th chapter of the book of Jeremiah, beginning at the 5th verse. Thus says the Lord, Cursed are those who trust in mere mortals, and make mere flesh their strength, whose hearts turn away from the Lord. They shall be like a shrub in the desert, and they shall not see when relief comes. They shall live in the parched places of the wilderness, in an uninhabited salt land. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. These are our sacred stories. Thanks be to God.
1: 140 years ago, a British playwright, Crispin Whittle, wrote Darwin and Malibu, a play which imagines a meeting between Huxley and Wilberforce, On the deck of Darwin's Malibu beach house. The time? Summer 2022. The setting? The deck of a Malibu beach house overlooking the Pacific Ocean. It belongs to and is occupied by Charles Darwin. Yes, that Charles Darwin. Don't ask. Characters. The two contestants of the great Oxford debate of 1860, Thomas Huxley and still. Samuel Wilberforce. In an attempt to get himself, Darwin, and Huxley into heaven, Wilberforce has made the mistake of re-engaging with Huxley.
2: Three sons, four wives. What were their names? The sons, the wives. No names. But, but there were four of them between three sons. Oh, I see. I'm sorry for a second that I thought we had four wives between three sons. Things were suddenly getting very malleable on the ark. <laughs> uh, uh, one more thing while I stopped you. Noah. What about? He'd been around for a while, hadn't he? I mean, he was getting on at this point, wasn't he? Sir. So, How old was the man? Uh, 70, 600 years old, approximately six hundred years old. Six hundred? I see. No spring chicken then. I mean, it seems to me this is quite an undertaking for a man of his years.
1: Well, we
2: had a hundred years, had he good. And their nameless yeah. wives. But then it needed to be sort of a big bar. isn't a problem. It's raining and raining and raining, 40 days and 40 nights. Plus, no one knew the rain was coming. Plus, he had 100 years to prepare. No, no one would have figured out something very clever with the roots. So, uh, food is a problem. up a lot of space, and those herbivores get through a lot of <laughs> pellets. Of course, yeah. uh, dinosaurs yeah. were they on board? Yeah. Now, were you sure? Uh, uh, yeah, were on board. Big animals, dinosaurs. baby dinosaurs, you mean. Then, as they shagged, (laughs) presumably they shagged, or they must have shagged. The rabbits, for instance, they must have shagged like rabbits. How many animals? 16,000. 16,000?
1: 16,000? Yes, yes, divided by eight people.
2: That works out to 7.2 seconds per animal per day per human. Well, I'm not worried about that. It's just that it's not that many animals, is it? 16,000. Never you see where I'm heading with this, Bishop. 16,000 animals 2 by 2 so divide by 2 we're looking at 8,000 well, species right? yes <laughs> yes let's leave the fishes in the water i think we can we can both agree they're happiest there now what concerns me is what's going on on the boat because if i hear you correctly we have noah his three sons their four wives and only eight thousand species. Well, obviously, if only Obviously, why? Why obviously? You, you you say obviously. Now, why obviously? It's not obvious to me. Big cat, small cat, you mean. Uh, red parrots, blue parrots, green parrots. No, no, no. Creationists and evolution. That variation between species and the same gene. Can we derive a common answer? Okay. Now, if you're saying what well, I think you're saying. The ark is seeking before our eyes, and you are close by it, treading water with some vigor, fishing frantically for a plank. Because what you seem to be accepting is that evolution took place after this whole business for the ark, just not before. Which begs the question, if you are accepting the existence of evolution, why don't you go the whole hog and accept the existence of evolution? Why don't you dock the wretched ark once and for all and put the poor bugger into court? Can I bother someone for a Bible? You have a Bible right there. Thank you so much. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule over the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. Don't you love that? He made the stars also. It was the end of a long day. God woke early. He had the sun finished by early afternoon, as he hoped. The moon took rather longer than expected. Nevertheless he was through just after dark. He uh, settles himself down for a drink for supper, lies back, looks up and thinks Boy it's a bit dark up there. What am I going to do about that? Wait a minute He made the stars also just like that Ping Much prettier I am making an effort, but come on. It's not really that complicated, is it? You believe that life was created virtually instantaneously in a single act of creation. I believe that life was created over millions of years through adaptation by natural selection. You believe in the sudden appearance of a massive variety of highly complex species. I believe that the complex animals we see today were derived from simpler forms. You see perfection as a journey backward to the simplicity of Eden. I see it as a journey onward toward complexity and who knows where. Well, that's really it, isn't it? The only mystery to me is why you dragged me along here in the first place. Why didn't you just keep this between you and Darwin? You want me to persuade Darwin of this? I if they succeed, you can persuade him of things. You know, I want to walk with What? Spit it out, Bishop. Well, I thought you got what we're going to get it, too. Okay. So, um, where is he? Not Darwin, God. Your God. Where is he? He's everywhere. Is he? Because I don't see him. I can't say I feel him either. And I am resisting the urge to point out that uh, whenever you hear the sound of gunfire, wherever a shell lands or a building goes up on a ball of fire or a cloud of dust, you can be pretty certain that a couple of the world's great religions are nearby hammering it out. But I mean really. How far has religion come in the past 2,000 years? We have seen advances in everything else. The world is now round. Gravity exists and is pulling stuff towards us. America has been discovered. Man is on the moon. Light travels terribly fast and in straight lines. Mozart has written his Requiem, and a surprising number of people have run the hundred meters in under ten seconds. And yet, the organized religions of this world, which are supposed to be promoting peace and goodwill between men, still seem to be the cause of most of the bloodshed and violence. Well, oh, we're talking about your religion. So um, where is it? Your Christian God, with all this going on in his name. Because if you ask me, this is a deity who is conspicuous by his absence. Doesn't it ever look to you as if God was the answer to anything we didn't know? And the more we know, the less likely he seems to be the answer to anything. But like he was all over the shop in the early days. The easy day you stick to the Old Testament is everywhere, parting seas, bringing down city walls with trumpets. But where is he now that the attack on him is so sustained and so compelling? How can you retain faith in a God who is behaving in such a thoroughly unprofessional manner? If you are asking me to take him on faith then I think you're asking too much. When Darwin came up with natural selection, he didn't just say, this is how I think it works, and leave it at that. Nobody would have taken him remotely seriously. Least of all you. And you did take him seriously. You never would have been on that podium and oxid if you didn't. You took Darwin seriously because of his evidence, because of his finches, his pigeons, his tortoises, and his barnacles. You took Darwin seriously because of his evidence. Yet you want me to take God seriously without any. Is it wrong of me to ask for evidence, or is it wrong of you to demand faith without it? Which is the real sin here, doubt or faith? It just chats it just my hide, bishop. It makes me watch a... Clench my fist, close my eyes, and grind my teeth and jump up and down on the spot, going, No, 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 no. I'm sorry, Bishop, but no. I feel like someone has put a banana in front of me and they're telling me it's a giraffe. And I say, No, it's a banana. And they say, No, it's a giraffe. And I say, Look, it's yellow, it's a bit bendy, and it tastes good. And they say, Yes, it's a giraffe possibly say that? And they say, because it's a giraffe. And I say, then where's the long bloody neck? And they say, it's a giraffe. That's what I believe. I believe it's a giraffe. And that's why I give up. I just give up. The point
1: of
2: what? Why does that have to be a point?
0: So everything is pointless.
2: What's wrong with that? We are replicating machines, passing out our days in a vast, unjust, pitiless universe. We're born, we shag, we die. In that order. At least that's the hope. Because if you're a replicating machine and you die before you shag, you're shagged.